Loving Father in heaven, thank you for giving us an opportunity to fellowship with you. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy and abundance of pleasures forevermore. And we pray, Father, that as we fellowship with you, that you would be with us in the person of your Holy Spirit. Be in us, granting us understanding, impressing on our hearts truths that we are to learn, and especially, Lord, that these words we will hear may not fall on deaf ears, but that you would also give us power, that these words may work in us and through us, that we may become more like you, dear Jesus. Put your words in my mouth, O Lord, and give me grace to do to speak the words that will be a blessing to all who would listen. Thank you, Lord, for hearing. Thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Conflict and Courage May 7 What's the Secret? And Delilah said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth. Judges chapter 16, verse 6. The Israelites made Samson judge, and he ruled Israel for twenty years. But one wrong step prepares the way for another. He continued to seek those sensuous pleasures that were luring him to ruin. He loved a woman in the valley of Sorek not far from his own birthplace. Her name was Delilah, the consumer. The Philistines kept a vigilant watch over the movements of their enemy, and when he degraded himself by his new attachment, they determined through Delilah to accomplish his ruin. A deputation consisting of one leading man from each of the Philistine provinces was sent to the Vale of Sorek. They dared not attempt to seize him while in possession of his great strength, but it was their purpose to learn, if possible, the secret of his power. They therefore bribed Delilah to discover and reveal it. As the betrayer plied Samson with her questions, he deceived her by declaring that the weakness of other men would come upon him if certain processes were tried. When she put the matter to the test, the cheat was discovered. Then she accused him of falsehood, saying, How can thou say, I love thee, when thine heart is not with me? Three times, Samson had the clearest evidence that the Philistines had leagued with his charmer to destroy him. But when her purpose failed, she treated the matter as a jest, and he blindly banished fear. In the society of this enchantress, the judge of Israel squandered precious hours that should have been sacredly devoted to the welfare of his people. But the blinding passions which make even the strongest weak had gained control of reason and conscience. Samson's infatuation seems almost incredible. At first, he was not so wholly entrailed as to reveal the secret but he had deliberately walked into the net of the betrayer of souls, and its meshes were drawing close about him at every step. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is 
what's the secret and a very important part of what we read now from conflict conflict and courage page 133 paragraph 2 says but one wrong step prepares the way for another he samson continued to seek sensuous pleasures that were luring him to ruin he loved a woman in the valley of sorek not from his own birthplace her name was delilah the consumer end of quote and in our own lives we all are our own, are our own samsons we may love something in our lives that will consume us to put the story in perspective we'll read from judges 16 from verse 4 and down to verse 15 it says and it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of sorek whose name was delilah and the lords of the philistines came up unto her and said unto her entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth and by what means we may prevail against him that we may bind him to afflict him and we will give thee every one of us eleven hundred pieces of silver and delilah said to samson before i go on let this just teach us something now these lords of the philistines just represents none other than satan who is trying to find an entering into our lives to break us down especially when he knows that the lord has selected you for a most holy sacred mission and every child of god in these last days who the lord has been has graciously sent the light from heaven the present truth is a samson and the devil is going to try to break you down and he is going to stop at nothing you jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver yet these these men were each willing to give delilah 1100 pieces of silver this represents how much satan is willing to bring us down and how far he's willing to go to ensure that we do not fulfill our mission in this life he's willing to pay but one thing is that when we compare him to jesus jesus is willing not just to pay money but he's willing to die to save us satan will only pay money but he's not willing to die he's not willing to die but jesus is willing to die to save us continuing the reading judges 16 now from verse 6 it says and delilah said to samson tell me i pray thee wherein thy great strength lieth and wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee and samson said unto her if they bind me with seven green wits that were never dried then shall i be weak and be as another man then the lords of the philistines brought up to her seven green wits which had not been tr- dried and she bound him with them now there were men lying in wait abiding with her in the chamber and she said unto him the philistines be upon thee samson and he break the wits as a tread of toe is broken when it touches the fire so his strength was not known and delilah said unto samson behold thou mockest me and told me lies now tell me i pray thee wherewith thou mightest be bound i pause here now to say something samson was indeed charmed by an enchantress and what was the charm here the charm for samson wasn't any witchcraft or any thing that was done to him in the sense of looking at it like he had no power to break it but samson was so weak here was it that it was apparent that this lady tried to set him up because first of all the question she's asking she has no need to for it 
if she has the information of where Samson's power is coming from, what was she going to use that information for? A reasonable person would have become suspicious of Delilah. But yes, Samson may have become suspicious, like we also can become suspicious of our friends and of the things that are happening around us. And we see this thing, you're about to watch a movie, you're about to look at this, make go somewhere and you become suspicious. And you see a lot of signs to tell you you're not supposed to go there. But because the pleasure, the lust of the flesh is so great upon us, we dismiss all the fears and we go headlong into destruction and that's where Samson was going, headlong into destruction, disregarding every sign that showed him clearly that he was going to his destruction. Going on now in verse 11, it says, And he said unto her, If they bind me fast with new ropes that never were occupied, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Delilah therefore took new ropes and bound him therewith, and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And there were liars in wait abiding in the chamber, break them from off his arms like a tread. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If thou weavest the seven locks of my head with the web. And she fastened it with the pin, and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awaked out of his sleep, and went away with the pin of the beam, and with the web, and she said unto him, How can thou say, I love thee, when thine heart is not with me? Thou hast mockest me these three times, and hast not told me, wherein thy great strength lieth. You see, Samson had a lingering love for indulging his fleshly desires, and this was about to become his undoing. Samson's downfall was a slow one. It was not a quick one. It is the same thing for us today. It was gradual. Firstly, he told her, bind me with this. Second time, bind me with new ropes. And he came very close to telling her the truth. He now touched his hair. But he didn't tell her to cut it off. Samson's story is a replica of what happens to most people who the Lord has blessed with great intelligence, with great power, for great responsibilities. Surely but slowly, we come to our destruction. And in Samson's case, what was used against him is something that the devil has used for so many and it has worked. It worked on Solomon, it worked on David, it worked on Samson, and in many others in our present day, it has worked for them. And that is the use of the adulteress. In the book of Proverbs 31, reading from verse 1 to 3, we are given a solemn warning and advice. As people who are kings and priests of the Lord, we are told the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him, What, my son, and what, the son of my womb, and what, the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. One thing that can destroy kings, I wouldn't say necessarily women, but the lust of the flesh as regards sexual sin. It is one thing that can destroy kings. And it doesn't happen instantly. It happens gradually but surely. Reading from Mind, Character and Personality, Volume 2, page 596, paragraph 2, we are told, Once formed, habit is like an iron net. You may struggle desperately against it, but it will not break. Your only safe course is to build 
for time and for eternity. The sin that Samson was prone to in his own case was sexual sin. Sexual sin reveals itself in various ways to us today. It can be through sexual chats, pornography, masturbation, sleeping with harlots, having sexual partners, what people call today girlfriend, boyfriend, but yet they are actually sexual partners. Or they just give it a fine name, just say he's my boyfriend, he's my girlfriend. If you're having sex, the person is not is a sexual partner. That's exact, that's what it is. And you say, oh, we're in a relationship. That's just a fine way. If you are engaged, if that your relationship involves sexual intercourse, the person is a sexual partner because you're not married. That you're not married. So that was what Samson's problem was. And Satan uses this temptation against God's people today. The thing is that Samson was not brought down immediately. And it is not just about this scene of sexual, the sexual scene. There are many other things. But one thing we see in the life of Samson was that the nature of this sin was one to keep him continually wasting time on the pleasure. We read in the devotion that it says, and I quote, In the society of this enchantress, the judge of Israel squandered precious hours that should have been sacredly devoted to the welfare of his people. But the blinding passions which make even the strongest weak had gained control of reason and conscience. End of quote. What was this enchantress for Samson? It was a woman. But the enchantress for us today can be various things that we, the judges of Israel, squander precious hours upon, which are supposed to be sacredly devoted to our welfare and the welfare of God's people. Now, this enchantress can actually be a woman or a man. And it can actually be pornography because that's the enchantress today. Many people can go into pornography for hours looking at the enchantress. And it is something that the devil has so amplified today because he knows it works. There have been many studies done to check the brain of people who have not watched porn and compare it to the brain of those who have watched porn. And those who did the studies said they went to the universities to find someone test subjects but they could find none. Why could they find none, especially among uh, male folks? Because all, all of them were already corrupted by pornography. It is more rampant than fornication, halotry, and um, sexual having sexual partners, actual sexual partners. Pornography is indeed the sin of the age. And that was what, was what brought Samson down. Like we read here, that he spent precious hours that should have been devoted to the study of the word of God or to the welfare of his people in pornography. But it is not only pornography. Anything at all that enchants us, that lures us, that is sinful, sinful pleasure, lustful pleasure, it is what happened to Samson. Samson's case just revealed itself in his sexual sin. For others, it is sports, browsing, football, or whatever sports, continually reading the news, watching it. Hours are going. Hours are more than wasted on these things because as you mean it was just time that went, then it would have been better. But then it is not just time, but the seed is sown in the mind and the mind finds it hard to contemplate holy things after that. So, this is one other thing that does it. Dwelling on the pleasure of sports. Another one is going to the bars to drink alcohol and dwelling there, having 
so-called good time which is actually a bad time for the liver bad time for the kidney bad time for the heart bad time for the brain bad time for the lungs bad time for every part of the body bad time is called good time wasted that is why it is more than wasted because even the body is being affected by it and the time that we should have used sacredly devoted to godly things is wasted that was what happened to samson and it was a strange infatuation for him not that samson did not know that it was wrong but gradually samson was forming a habit that was like an iron net for him he was so strong to break off the new ropes so strong to break off whatever was placed upon his physical body but when it came to the spiritual things samson was weak to break them off his attraction to delilah the consumer consumed him and there are many consumers that the devil has invented today to consume us i've mentioned sports and then there's all kinds of sexual sin especially pornography and there's the movies time is wasted we watch them 24 prison break and the modern ones which i do not actually know them they take a lot of time for us to watch episode 1 to episode 20 episode 21 22 time is going that time could have been used to develop yourself spiritually that time could have been used to bless someone else but we sit down with the enchantress we sit down no none other is the enchantress than the devil himself in the, appearing in various forms and then gradually we are becoming in that we are coming into an iron net and we may struggle desperately against it but it will not break our only safe course is to build for time and eternity this is how we are to help ourselves reading from messages to young people page 163 paragraph 2 it says reading up to par- or 164 it says character does not come by chance it is not determined by one outburst of temper one step in the wrong direction it is the repetition of the act that causes it to become habit and molds the character either for good or for evil right characters can be formed only by persevering untiring effort by improving every entrusted talent and capability to the glory of god instead of doing this many allow themselves to drift wherever impulse or circumstances may carry them this is not because they are lacking in good material but because they do not realize that in their youth god wants them to do their very best if the youth today would stand as daniel stood they must put to the stretch every spiritual nerve and muscle the lord does not desire that they shall remain novices he wishes them to reach the highest point of excellence he desires them to reach the very highest round of the ladder that they may step from it into the kingdom of god end of quote samson could not step to the highest height he could not reach to his highest point of excellence and the reason was because in his youth he relaxed he did not stretch himself he did not stretch every spiritual nerve and muscle he saw the signs clearly before him that this lady delilah was consuming him many of us see the signs that the games we are playing the video games is making us not to achieve what we ought to achieve we see the signs that the football that we are watching and the time we are spending in the movies and in those discussions at the newspaper stands talking about the football players talking about politics 
we see that this thing is taking our time and the, and the task that we have put for a particular day we have not been able to achieve it and then we come to the end of the day and say oh no no i need to rush now and do what i needed to do but we had wasted our time we did not put to the stretch every spiritual nerve and muscle and then gradually but surely we are coming to our destruction Samson now has come very close to telling Delilah the truth of how she can finally consume him. He was, con- he was already charmed by the touch and by lying down on the bed with her continuously and he gave up his senses. His, he, 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 he didn't dismiss her. He, he later told her the source of his strength and it will later be his destruction. How can we help ourselves when we realize that we are bound in the iron net of habit and we are struggling and seeing that we cannot get the victory we'll keep talking about this as far as we're talking about samson for today let us talk about being busy being busy and realizing the importance and the benefits of work samson was idling away time this time could have been used to be productive and because he had a love for pleasure he wasn't thinking about being productive. One would wonder, what was Samson doing with Delilah in the land of the Philistines? Where was he supposed to be there? And that is the same thing we are doing when we are watching those video, those games, when we are playing those games, watching those movies. We have gone to the land of the Philistines. We are not supposed to be there. You need to come out. Don't go to the land of the Philistines. Don't feel so bold to go to the land of the Philistines. And the greatest of the land of the Philistines, their capital is in those pornographic websites. And people can spend hours upon hours there in the land of the philistines being enchanted by the seductress but we need to help ourselves in the book of ezekiel 16 verse 49 talking about sodom who were actually worse than samson the lord identified their problem and said behold this was the iniquity of sodom pride fullness of bread and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters and she strengthened not the hands of the needy two things one is that there was pride samson had that he felt is strong then fullness of bread because he had food to eat there was no need to work of course maybe he's most likely his needs were being provided that's why sometimes it's good to be in need so that because of our need and poverty we'll go and work and the last one says abundance of idleness the idle mind they say is the devil's workshop and it indeed it is indeed true if we realize that we need to get busy in helping others, because that was the last thing there, she strengthened not the hands of the needy. We need to realize that we do not live to ourselves. There is great joy in supplying the needs of others. Even if you feel like you have enough for yourself, we still need to go out there to work for other people who can depend on us, who may not be able to get what we can get, what we have the potential to get for their sakes. You can be of help. You can work to have so that you can give to those in need. Being busy helps. The Lord says as a commandment to help us. Exodus 20 verse 8. Remember now the Sabbath. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Guess what? The world has changed it to five days shall thou labor. And now two days are break for us. But guess what? Even as much as Saturday is supposed to be the Sabbath day and Sunday today has been the spurious Sabbath replaced with the Saturday, what really happens? Go and research it. The world has it on record 
that pornography, the day in which it is watched the most, is Sunday. Sunday is supposed to be a working day. And when on a working day you are actually idle, what do you think will happen? The idle mind is the devil's workshop. Sunday is the day that most people watch pornography. We are supposed to work for six days and then rest on one day. Work six days, rest one day. Because when we are idle and not busy, we have the opportunity for the devil to tempt us to do things that we would rather not do. Where we to be busy. The Bible says the sleep of the laboring man is sweet. In other words, he will not have the time to think of evil when he has worked so hard that he wants to sleep. He doesn't have any strength again to give to anything evil. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Once your strength has been spent in doing something that the Lord approves, you are loving the Lord with all of it. Do not have any strength remaining. When you work and you have some strength remaining, still keep using it for the Lord till you are tired and you sleep off. Do not allow any strength to remain. Use all for the Lord. Love the Lord with all your strength. Because if you do have strength remaining, the devil will want you to use that for him. That's why. That's where we need to be careful. We are told in Mind, Character and Personality, page 587, paragraph 3, few realize that it is a duty it is a duty to exercise control over their thoughts and imaginations. It is difficult to keep the undisciplined mind fixed upon profitable subjects. But if the thoughts are not properly employed, religion cannot flourish in the soul. The mind must be preoccupied with sacred and eternal things or it will cherish trifling and superficial thoughts. Both the intellectual and the moral powers must be disciplined and they will strengthen and improve by by exercise end of quote so when you are working with your hands you know that your mind is actually occupied and that's what we're saying the mind must be preoccupied with sacred and eternal things and work is a sacred thing because it is contained in the ten commandments six days shall thou labor labor is sacred do not look at labor as if it's not a sacred thing it is in the commandment of god and the commandment of god is holy if it is holy and inside that commandment we are told to work then work is a holy thing it is a sacred thing whatever honest labor you are doing do it with all your might the lord commanded you to do it so that your mind will be occupied instead of it to be empty cherishing trifling and superficial thoughts because it is that idle time that will make you to remember a delilah and you go to a delilah that will consume you and like i said this delilah doesn't necessarily mean a woman it is anything at all that the devil can use to lure you out of your duty that the lord would want you to do and it could be sexual sin it could be the pleasures that come from the movies and the cartoons and the games it could be the sports themselves it could be mere trifling discussions you're having with people chatting but the chats you're having on on social media is worthless all of this is the trifling superficial thoughts that the mind should not be occupied in there is so much to do when you go into the internet there is pornography there but there are so many courses you can even learn online many things to read that actually going to benefit you then you go to youtube there's sports there but there's still other things how to do this how to do that very important things skills that you can learn 
and you can use your time wisely instead of using it to lie down with the enchantress in the form of just watching movies playing music and watching games and playing games and sports instead of lying with delilah in those in that form why not use the time wisely to improve yourself in your skills mentally and to improve yourself even in the word of god this will help us to not come this close as samson has come now to delilah in such a way that she was about to consume him completely another thing we can do is still what we talked about yesterday we need to pray matthew 26 verse 41 tells us watch and pray that you enter not into temptation the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak we need to ensure that we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh we need to ensure that even though the flesh is weak the bible tells us that if we walk in the spirit we shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh let us learn to walk in the spirit and then pray even when you don't feel like praying like we already said before we must watch our weak points and pray whenever it is that the temptation comes reading from gospel workers page 126 paragraph 1 we are told by watchfulness and prayer we may so guard our weakest points that they will become our strongest points through the grace of christ men may acquire moral stamina strength of will and stability of purpose there is power in this grace to enable them to rise above the alluring infatuating temptations of satan and to become loyal devoted christians another thing we can do to help ourselves is to avoid the things that trigger us to go into the bad behavior romans 13 verse 14 tells us but put you on the lord jesus christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof in case you are in a situation where you realize that you are addicted to a particular sinful pleasure whatever the sinful pleasure is you must be able to identify the things that are the source of that pleasure jesus said to us as a solution radical solution and i'm sure this solution works there is no how it doesn't work that is when you combine it with prayer of course this is divine prescription here jesus said if your right eye causes you to sin cut it off it is better for you to go to heaven with one eye than to go to hell with both eyes if your right hand causes you to sin cut it off for it is better for a man that he goes into heaven maimed than to have both hands and go into hell this is a solution that works whatever it is that is the trigger is it a friend is it your phone is it your laptop whatever it is it can be done this is a prescription that i know works it has been tried by myself and i know that many others i know have tried it either by giving up their phones when they know that this phone is what is bringing them down they do without it when jesus will come they were told in the book of ezekiel 7 that many will cast their gold and their silver on the floor because it was the stumbling block of their iniquity but that is the wrong time to cast it away one day we are going to cast it away but it all depends on when there's a right time to cast it away if your right hand is causing you to sin now whether it is your friend or your eye which is your phone maybe that you hold so precious like oh my android phone i don't want to give it up or is it your laptop what is it whatever it is no matter how important it is whether it is as important as an eye whether it is as as useful because the hand is very useful they as useful as the hand if it is used because there are many things today that they are not bad in and of themselves the phone is not bad it is useful in and of itself it is not bad but if you find out that this hand which is a good thing it is not working out well for you give it up that's what jesus is saying destroy that phone 
or you can lock the web browser through the key away you can do that give somebody the phone tell them put lock this use an app lock on it lock this web, lock this app lock that app and then do not tell me the password and then go your way then you have your safety you feel the kind of peace that comes over you and you know that now the temptation is not there but as far as the source and the opportunity to commit the sin is there your mind will still keep going back there so we need to ensure that the bible says here in romans 13 verse 14 make no provision for the flesh to fulfill his lust thereof it is a law of the mind that it will keep going back when he knows that there's a possibility of doing something it will keep attempting it another thing we can do is to help ourselves in diet many people do not understand the connection of diet to the lust of the flesh when we overeat or eat the wrong kinds of food things like junk food nutrient deficient foods like flesh when you take such foods they have the ability to numb the senses and to weaken your your, the, your resolve in such a manner that because of overeating your brain starts to think and imagine things that it will ra- rather not imagine before and you will have very little strength to stop yourself and your thoughts from going in the wrong direction so help yourself by not overeating that that is a way of fasting by the way you don't need to so some people go to extreme sometimes they just say i'm not eating food today and after this break their fast they now overeat there's no need fasting and only for you to break it and then you overeat when you overeat you have just you spoil the whole purpose of your fasting it is better for you to every time be temperate and disciplined when the plate is before you instead of eating injudiciously eat what is just enough for you and not just what is enough but the right kind of food nutritious food that will help you like we saw when we looked at samson's um, uh, birth what his mother was told to take care to use to take care of him plant-based diet is always very good one other thing and finally for today that we can use to help ourselves is change of environment when we were studying about moses we saw how god helped him with a change of environment because it was going to take him a long time to unlearn the things he had learned God needed a change of environment for him. Reading Conflict and Courage, page 86, paragraph 3, it says, Moses had been learning much that he must unlearn. The influences that had surrounded him in Egypt, the love of his foster mother, his own high position as a king's grandson, the dissipation on every hand, the refinement, the subtlety, and the mysticism of a false religion, the splendor of idolatrous worship, the solemn grandeur of architecture and sculpture, all had left deep impressions upon his developing mind and had molded to some extent his habits and character. Time, change of surroundings and communion with God could remove these impressions. It would require on the part of Moses himself a struggle as for life to renounce error and accept truth but God would be his helper when the conflict should be too severe for human strength end of quote so we saw three things now time so you must give it time change of surroundings we help many many habits because our brain attach its some habits to particular locations so it is very important that if you want to help yourself sometimes it will help you to change your surroundings and then the last thing there was communion with God like we've already talked about in prayer these things can help and for anyone who is struggling and who wants to get the victory i pray that these things that have been said will be of great help to you to encourage us i read from pamphlet 159 page 2 paragraph 1 all minds are not naturally constituted alike we have varied minds and strong points of character and great weaknesses upon some points 
these deficiencies so apparent need not and should not exist if those who possess them will strengthen the weak points in their character by cultivation and exercise they would become strong end of quote and i say amen we can become strong and may the lord help us to be strong let us pray dear father in heaven we are as it were samson's in our own different reckonings and the devil is finding various ways to break us down and consume us we don't know how far we have gone different uh, we are all constituted alike we are in different stages in our lives i commit us all unto your care everyone who's listening myself i pray father that you help us wherever we are now that you help us to backtrack and whatever thing it is that is coming our way to consume us and make us not to fulfill the mandate that we have for ourselves please lord help us do what you can to to move us like you did to moses that you helped him change surroundings and brought him into such a situation that helped his spiritual life lord please do the same for us help us lord not to be destroyed by the things that are our own lusts thank you lord for hearing and answering our prayers in jesus name i've prayed amen